answers everything. Who is he and what is he to you? That answers everything. That's why he asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? Some said this, some said that. No, but who do you say that I am? Thou art the Christ, son of the living God. There's none other but Jesus the Christ. Our Father and our God, we thank you for this celebration of worship. Thank you for what our ears have heard, our hearts have already felt. Thank you for the Lordship of Christ, our Jesus, who, Lord God, died in our place on the cross that we may have a right to the tree of life. Drive home this meaning of worship that we come to ascribe your worth, that we praise your holy and everlasting name. We ask forgiveness of sins and ask that you, Lord God, would hide us behind the cross that Christ and only Christ may be seen, that we may be crucified. Thank you, Jesus, for this Lord's Day, the day in which you ordered in our lives. Bless your people now. Thank you for the ministry of song, and now bless the ministry of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Praise his, Praise his name. I like what John said in Second John, that uh, don't let them in your house and don't offer them God's speed if their doctrine is not in line with the Bible when it comes to our Christ. Amen? Praise his name. Hallelujah. Now, today we're going to close out this session on worship. And um, we... Uh, We've said a lot concerning worship, ascribing worth to the Lord and to his name. And when we come to church with a blasé attitude, the word blasé comes from the word blaspheme. We are blaspheming God when we're too cool about our attitudes. We ought to make a joyful noise. Yeah. Praise God. Now we made noise in cabarets. We had whistles in our mouths. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Drunk as a skunk. Dancing all night. Putting on fronts. Lying. Do I have a witness? Did all that for the devil. Now you saved, going to glory, and you got a problem opening your mouth. Something's wrong with that picture, Doc. You would think the reverse. Let me let me make a joyful noise to the God of my salvation, who wakes me up every morning. His His mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. What is the power of God that leadeth one to salvation, first with the Jew, then to the Greek? We are just privileged to be here. Kim, thank you for such 
A great, great rendition in the choir. Now, let me, let me say this before I preach. How many of y'all out there can sing? Just raise your hand. Oh, no, no, let me rephrase that. How many of you think you can sing? How, how, how many of y'all think you can sing? No, 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 I want you to stand, 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 babe, stand. stand. Don't be ashamed if you can sing. Oh, there you go. All right. Uh, no, no, no. Stay standing, baby. Stay standing. I'm going to get through this. Luther, put the computer down and get, a, and, and get a pencil and pad. And get it because only God knows what you're looking at. Get a pencil and pad and go. Praise the name of Jesus. And go get these names, phone numbers, all on this side. Somebody come, come on this side. Come on. Come on. Come on. Somebody got a pencil and pad. Come on. Come on. Praise the name of Jesus. Uh, no, no. Give me your name and phone number. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, come on. Get, get the names. Get the phone numbers. Bring them past it. Come on now. We are starting to audition. We're going we go professional. It's going to be awesome. Praise the name of Jesus. We gonna, we, listen, we're going to the hill. Hallelujah. We're going to the hill. Why only two ministers got up? What's wrong with y'all? Thank you, Leroy. Jacobs, get up. We got, we're going to fill this choir off, and then the ones that don't come, they ain't getting back in. Praise the Lord. We, we good. We good. We good. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Anybody else in the balcony can sing? Excuse me? How about what? Rap. I don't do no rap. I don't do, come on, baby. Come on. I'm, I'm from the 60s. I don't do no rap. Here, wrap this. Rap, here, wrap this. I don't do no rap. Come on, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Hallelujah. How about rap? All right. Praise the name of Jesus. All right. In the balcony, anybody can sing? All right. We got them up in the balcony. What's, what, what's wrong with y'all? I want names and phone numbers in the balcony. Can y'all sing? Boy, y'all some sorry-looking people, man. I, y'all, and anybody can sing. Just, just let them get your name, phone number. Amen. Bring that list to me, so, so they don't get no hard breathing tonight. I, I, I don't want nobody else calling. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is good stuff. Ah. Hmm. No, don't give it to Red Jack. Give it to me. Yeah, you hold it. You give it to Red Jack. I don't know what he's doing. Thank you. You get him, Reverend Jackson? All right. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. By the way, he was in Vietnam. Rubbing the Viet Cong's feet. So, so anyway, praise the Lord. We got, we, got, we, got, we got that. Good, good. Just hold that. Thank, thank you, brother. Here, here you go, man. Where are you? I got to do some women up here. Now. Praise Jesus. All right, turn to Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Thank you. Thank you. Psalm 91. Praise Jesus. Now, Melissa, you can sing. You can sing. 
Cleve can't sing, but you can sing. So we're going we're gonna to get this thing. All right, Psalm 91, verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. A worship that helps and heals and gives us hope. I've been putting emphasis on a worship in which we benefit from, a worship in which we benefit from. The benefits that we as believers receive from our worship to God is likened to the protections, provisions, and preparations of a lioness to her young cubs. There, there is a closeness of a mother's presence. Lord have mercy. And there's the caring of a mother's protections. And there is the communion of a mother's provisions. If you notice in nature, young, the young stays very, very close to their mother. Something is being transferred which depicts security. From the umbilical cord that gets cut, a baby is naturally contented when it, it is within the proximity of its mother. Do I have a witness? And it has been proven that um, the young that drinks the milk of their mother are more stable in the long run than the ones that were snatched off. There's something innate in this closeness that is phenomenal. That there is a sense of closeness and caring and communion. Now let me let me let me stop and pause and part. Some of our issues as adults are because we were either snatched too early or did not experience that closeness to our maternal mothers. And voids appeared. And what we do wrong, we try to fill the voids the wrong way. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so this, this, this closeness, this, 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 this communion, this, this, this caring, we've, we've established that the worship in John chapter 4 is unique. And I don't want you to turn there, that... Uh, this, this one chapter involves all these W's. It started out with a well uh, that, that, that uh, Jacob built. It was a well at noontime, and there Jesus wanted some water, 
and he converged with a woman who came to draw water at, at a well. And Jesus had to withdraw his disciples into the city to buy bread because they would have messed his witness up. Why, why, why would they have messed his witness up? Because Jesus, by election, was dealing with a Samaritan woman, a half-breed that the Jews just don't talk to. 722 B.C., Assyrian captivity, they intermarried and, and, and the bloodlines got all messed up. But, but Jesus met this woman at a well and the, the well meeting, amen, started out with water, but then the conversation went to worship. She said, our fathers worshiped in these mountains. And, and, and you got to understand what she said, these mountains, because the Assyrians or the half-breed Samaritans worship Mount Gerizim, and the Jews worship, amen, in Jerusalem. So, so they, they got into this long conversation about worship. And then out of nowhere, like he normally does, Jesus turns the conversation so that this woman can see her wounds. We got to see our wounds before we get wisdom. Jesus said, go call your husband. I don't have a husband. You have five of them. And the one you're with now is not your husband. You're working on the sixth one. The woman realized that he had now opened up her wounds. And the Lord will open up your wounds to get you to see what he's trying to say. Do I have a witness? She said, I perceive you are a prophet. <laughs> Amen. And the conversation keeps going. So... Uh, the woman first, listen to this, she recognized who Jesus was. She recognized, she recognized, and we got to recognize who he is. She recognized, she recognized who Jesus was. Then she reverenced him. We got to reverence him, and then through our wounds, we got to repent. We got to change the direction of our thinking. Do I have a witness? Amen. And then once she reverenced and recognized and repented, Lord have mercy, she then dropped her water pots and rejoiced. Ran into the city and said, come see a man that told me all that I ever did. Is not this the Christ? All at a well. And, and, and in this scene we establish, when I come to church for worship, I ought to recognize why I'm here. This is not a movie theater. This is not a movie theater. We should not be up here chewing gum, talking, texting. Come on now. Eating food. Planning my dinner the next day. No, no, we ought to come with some reverence up in here. We ought not come, and I, I don't have a dress code. You come as you are, but you can't, you should come modestly dressed. Don't come up here. Nobody want to see all that stuff under you. Half of it ain't yours anyhow. We don't want to see that. We come here to see the Lord. We don't want to see your thighs and your nappy hair on your chest and all that stuff. We come in here dressed moderately. Yeah. 
Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't got to say amen. Y'all know me. I'm a preach. Can I get a witness? We, you know, we, we, we want you to have modest dress because the purpose of us being here is to reverence him. We recognize him. We reverence him. We renounce ourselves. We rejoice because of him. And then last week was in Psalm 116. And we identified three powerful parts of worship that we ought to come to church with a singing. Singing, making melody in our heart to the Lord. We ought, we ought to come. When you enter my court, Sister Garrison, enter it with praise. Uh, don't, don't come up in here with your problems. Don't, uh, you do that in prayer. Don't come up in here. Yeah, your husband left you last night. The wife is on her way out. The children won't speak to you. That's not what church is for. Do I have a witness? We come to collectively worship him. Can I get a witness? All minds ought to be on Jesus. We don't applaud men. We applaud God. We don't lift up. When, uh, we, we lift him up. Uh, Y'all can get quiet all you want. A pastor going to preach. Reverence. Recognition. Rejoicing. And then remembering where he brought you from. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. Uh-oh, my soul. See, see, here, here's what the psalm is saying. The soul kicks in. The soul is the seat of the emotions. I start getting emotional when I start thinking about where the Lord brought me from. What the Lord did in my life. What the Lord stopped in my life. What the Lord started in my life. I start getting happy because the Lord is God. The biggest devils want to keep quiet. And it was singing. And it was singing. I sing because I'm happy, <laughs> I sing because I'm free, his eyes is on the sparrow, I know he watches me. Oh, this thing is tight! I, I'm, 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 I'm rejoicing. Got in my car this morning, didn't get in an accident. I'm rejoicing. I woke up, looked around the room, and the Lord said, you got one more day. Just one more day to praise me for who I am. Can I get a witness? The Lord is good. And his mercy. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You could have snuffed me out last night. Can I get a witness? Undertakers could have had my body. Can I get a witness? But I got up. I got up. Can I get a witness? Yeah, I got up. He's worthy. Oh. And then God says, 
And God says, I got enough nerve to let it snow last night. Then I got the sun out right now. Can I get a witness? Only God can do that. Only God can show up. I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. The heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament. You better learn how to praise him for who he is. The Lord is. And the Lord is. He is. He is. My refuge. And my strength. A very present help. In the time of trouble. See, God needs trouble to teach us triumph. Without trouble, he can't teach us triumph. You got to go into trouble so he can yank you out. Can I get a witness? I almost fainted unless I believe to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And again, I say, wait. Lord, have mercy. We ought to come in with singing. Uh, rejoicing. Can I get a witness? Baby, how are you today? Well, keep me in prayer, but the Lord is good. I, I struggled all night, couldn't sleep, but the Lord is good. My household is topsy-turvy, but the Lord is good. Can I get a witness? All hell is breaking out, but the Lord is God. Oh, taste. Oh, oh, taste. And see that the Lord is God. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Thank you. Hallelujah. Uh, we we ought to we ought to come here with some singing. Hallelujah. It could always be worse. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. Uh, we ought to sing. We ought to rejoice. We ought to remember where the Lord brought us from. We ought to come in singing. But secondly, we ought to come in bringing. Now I don't expect all the shouting now. Glad we got it out. You bring something. See, singing is bringing something in your heart. Bringing is bringing something in your hand. That's an offering. Can I get a witness? Uh, let me get out your way. <laughs> there is a metaphor that covers two different spheres. God is not mocked. That means God ain't laughed at. Whatsoever man soweth, that's what he's going to reap. That's why you want to grow in grace so you start reaping, sowing the right thing. So you can predict your future of reaping the right thing. 
you sow, you sow the, the, uh, division, divisiveness, amen, dysfunction, anger, come on, bitterness, that's what you're going to reap. I sow love, I sow fellowship, come on now, that's what I'm going to reap. Do I have a witness? But, 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 but that metaphor deals with the flesh, but it also deals with finances. As you sow to the Lord, as you sow to the Lord, the Lord said in Luke 6.34, well, he, said, he said, I will give it back to you, pressed down, running over. I wish I had a witness up in this place. Can I get a witness? God, God said, I dare you. I dare you to bring something in your hand. Do I have a witness? And if something is a tenth, it's a tithe. The word tithe means tenth. Now let me stop, pause, and park because some people say, well, that was the law. That was no law. 1,500 years before the law was Abraham. Abraham tied until Melchizedek, Genesis 14, and he was blessing his posterity. In other words, when he tied into Melchizedek, he was securing his future. Yeah, Isaac and Jacob. Can I get a witness? And, and, and the Bible says, 2 Corinthians 8, 7, don't turn. As you have abound in all these other graces, let me name them. Faith, that's confidence in God. Speech, that's doctrine of God. Knowledge, that's understanding of God. Diligence, that's going for God. And in your love for us, see that you abound in this grace also. The grace of giving. God, uh, uh, the, the, the first misnomer is we think the money's ours. This is my money. No, it's not your money. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all that dwells therein. God said, if I wanted something, I wouldn't ask you. Can I get a witness? What shall we render unto the Lord for all of his benefit? The answer is nothing. You can't give God nothing. Why? Because he's self-existent. Everything depends on him. He depends on nobody. But take the cup of salvation. That's in Psalm 116. Can I get a witness? So, 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 so it says, and God is able, yeah, to supply with all sufficiency what you give unto him. And I'm paraphrasing that when we begin to look at 1 Corinthians 16.1, on the first day of the week, that's Sunday, listen, bring as you have prospered, as you have prospered deals with equality and it goes back to something that had been established a long time ago. Do I have a witness? It's tight. So, uh, let me tell you how much money I've blown in my lifetime. More than you would ever believe. More than you would ever believe. When I was in the world, man, wore the best clothes. Wore the best clothes. Drove the best cars. Had $100 bills in my pocket like this. Set bars up. Set the bar up. Let them all drink. Showing off. Are y'all getting this? Tipping people money I ain't have. Are y'all getting this? Uh, blue money. Blue money. And, and now that I'm saved, God reminds me of the foolishness that I put my money to. I was working on a job. God said, look, man, 
we about four weeks out of Christmas. I said, yeah, every, every Christmas, this number comes out. You need to play it. I ain't going to tell you what the number because I, I want y'all to tithe. And here I am playing numbers. Are y'all getting this? Shooting crap overseas. Crazy. The fact of the matter is, now that I'm saving, God says, trust me, give me a tenth from the top. Don't give me your leftovers. Ain't no faith in that. Well, let me play my electric bill, my gas bill, my car note, my insurance. Let me buy my food. Let me pay for my cell phone. And, and, and the cell phone's sending you to hell. Let me pay for my cell phone. Let me do this. Let me do that. Let me do that. And then, and then well, well, all I got left over is $2. God don't want that. See, faith, faith says if, if I make $200 a week, God gets the first $20. Then God says I'm going to make the nine tens go further than the ten tens. I'm going to stretch this thing so that you have more than enough. Oh, it's tied up in here. Hmm. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. You can't, you know, and a, you know uh, a fool and his money will depart. Are y'all getting this? So, bring something in your hand. 13% of thousands of people are tithing in this church. That's a tragedy. The same 13%. So look down at the carpet. Everybody, look at the carpet. Now look back up the pastor and repeat after me. I didn't pay for that. <laughs> look at the screens. Say, I ain't pay for that. The, the fact of the matter, God wants us to bring... See, it's not about money. It's about faith and trusting Him. It's about management. Tithing is managed, and it's an act of your heart. He don't want no forced money. In the free will offering, biblically, Paul, Paul, Paul says, I, I speak this by commandment, meaning Jesus never touched on this, but it also means God doesn't want you obligated to give. Because that's not true giving. God loves a cheerful, hilarious giver. And I can tell you now, people that don't tie, they in trouble already. The fact of the matter is, no, no, let's get it straight. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Don't, don't, get, don't get jealous with me. I've been tithing for 30-something years. When I didn't have it, I was tithing. God is faithful. Listen, listen let, me, let me throw this out about the faithfulness of God. Who knew that God was going to take 100 people and turn them into 13,000? That's his business. That ain't your business, that ain't my business. That's his business. So the multiplication in our lives that will bring more things in is because of his faithfulness back to you. Oh, we getting tied up in here tonight. And I can't ask you to do something I'm not doing. If a man can't manage his own home, how are he going to manage the house of God? If I'm not tithing, why should you tithe? If I ain't staying home at night, Leroy, uh-oh. 
Ain't no woman coming up here saying, I, I gave $130,000. <laughs> Might be a little lower. It didn't come up with that. <laughs> fact, fact of the matter is, this thing is tight. We bring something in our hands. It's part of worship. When we don't bring that, we have not worshipped. All right, then move on. Third, bring something in our heads. Now you can shout again. <laughs> Singing, bringing, and clinging. We cling to the sovereignty of God. Do I have a witness? Now, the book of Psalms is a compilation of 150 psalms written by many writers. David did 77, Moses 1, that's Psalm 90. David wrote, well, I said David did 77, Asap, Sons of Korah, Hezekiah, Solomon, and some are anonymous. And these 150 compilations are defined by subject matter, meaning there, there is what we call penitential psalms, Psalm 6, 32, 38, 51, 102, 130, 147. What is penitential? It means, the, it means penance. It means to repent. It means you're sorry for your sin. Da David said in Psalm 51, he said, uh, uh, I have sinned against you and you alone. Created me, Barah, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. He was repenting to God. That's called a penitential psalm. Are y'all getting this? And, 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 then, and, then, and then there's imprecatory psalms, 35, 55, 58, 59, 69, so forth and so on. And to, to impregnate is to pray against or pray judgment on enemies. It's to pray against something. And then there's the decree and, and accent, uh, uh, and, 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 and that, that Solomon, Hezekiah, Barak, and all of them were, were, were writing these psalms. They're psalms of thanksgiving. Psalm 120, 121, 124, 123, 125. Then it's the Halal or Hallelujah Psalms. They are the psalms when they were running and leaving in the Passover. They were songs of joy and deliverance. That is the historical songs of Israel, Psalm 78, 105, uh, uh, 100. Then it's the acrostic psalms, and it's a whole lot of them, the alphabetical psalms, that what, what it was, a successive letter of the 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, and Psalm 119 falls into that, and other psalms, and then the messianic psalms, the psalms that fulfill Christ, his obedience, Psalm 40, his zeal, Psalm 69, are you with me? His rejection, Psalm 118. His betrayal, Psalm 41. His suffering, Psalm 22. His triumphal entry, Psalm 24. So, so, so as we look at these different psalms, Psalm 90, however, written by Moses, is what we call the psalm of the first Adam. It, it is a psalm that comes from the fact that the life of a human being is limited. Can I get a witness? As an Adam, all die. Let me stop pausing part. I woke up to something this morning. And the Lord was on my heart and the Lord said, you're running a race. Agon, A-G-O-N, agony. You're running an agonizing race. Keep running. The race is not given to the swift, but to them that endure. 
there's pain in this race. There's death in this race. There's things we got to accept in this race we may not like. But you got to keep running. Paul said in Philippians 3, I press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. But before he said that, he said, forgetting those things that are behind. I can't, I can't keep going forth looking in the rearview mirror. I got to forget, the, I got to put the past in its place. And, and, and that's why some of us can't go nowhere. We keep going back to the past. Can I get a witness? Forget the past. I need to keep reaching forward. Because the race is not going to last forever. Can I get a witness? And we, God wants us to cross the finish line with honors. We can't be like the hunchback in Notre Dame. Come on. No, God wants us to finish the race. What did Paul say in his, yeah. Paul said, the time of my departure has come. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. And I kept the faith. Didn't he say that? All of us are running a race. And the whole thing about this race, 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to 27, we need to run and not be disqualified. Run according to the rules. Can I get a witness? I ain't changing no doctrine up in here. What you've been hearing for 30, going on 31 years, you're going to hear to the day I die. Ain't no change in no doctrine up in here. You don't change doctrine like you change clothes. Do I have a witness? And Paul, Paul said, I don't want to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Ah. He gives a lifespan. He talks about 70 years and 75 years and over. You've been blessed with mercy. Yeah. Bitter fruits. There's some bitter fruits to this life. Can I, can I stop, pause, and park and give you some clarity from Pastor? I said this this morning. Listen to Pastor. Don't ever think I don't struggle with God. I do. I have and I do. What me and God struggles about is love. I have not always agreed with God's love. Because love to me doesn't hurt me. Love to me is, works out my good and not my bad. Love to me, I'm not splitting time with other people. If you love me, you love me and I love you. Are, y- are y'all getting this? So when the agape, when God brings his love, he says that it, in Hebrews 12, I chasten those that I love. Well, that don't fit my paradigm of love. Are, y- are, y- are, y- are y'all understand what I'm saying? So God has had to step with me and say, son, you don't understand my love. I love you with an everlasting love. And in my spirit, I said, no, you don't. You don't love me. You took my mother, you took my father, you took my brothers. No, you don't love me. You don't love me. And you're leaving these creeps here 
And that's what's really ticking me off. Yeah, you're leaving all these creeps up in here. Uh, you know, I, you know, no, 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 you don't love me, you don't love me, you don't love me. And God said, oh, no, I love you more than you could fathom. Are y'all, y'all getting me? Until God said, go to Psalm 119. And in Psalm 119, it says, until I was afflicted. Look, look what Job said. Wait a minute. Look at Job. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? Lord have mercy. So God has to educate us about him. For God so loved the world that he put Jesus on the cross. Are, are y'all getting this? See, 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 and, 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 and so God, God, is, God, God is dealing with something in my life about love. Ah, Lord have mercy. Uh, yeah, it's tight. Some of you that are married, you, you understand? You don't always feel love, do you? Ain't nobody saying amen. They all up here. They all up here. <laughs> your, your mate looking at you saying, go and buy into it if you want to. You'd be eating french fries tonight. <laughs> you, 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 you know, I, I, I understand. Sister Garrison, do you always feel loved? I, she don't always feel loved. We can tell, baby. <laughs> can, uh, Kenneth, do you always feel loved? Not, not, not really. You can say it. All right. Put your earphones on. <laughs> I, I, see, 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 I'm honest. I'm honest. Lord, the word says you love me, but sometimes I don't feel love. God says I ain't into your feelings. I'm working out your good and my glory. Just ask the man that was walking down the beach one night and, 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 and he had a dream that him and Jesus was walking in the sand and the whole while he saw two sets of footprints. Come on now. Can I, and scenes from his life was flashing across the sky. And he said, Lord, why is it? When I was in trouble, uh, I always saw two sets of footprints, but the minute I got in trouble, I only saw one set. Why did you leave me? Jesus said, son, I didn't leave you. It was then that I carried you. Can I get a witness? God carries us. He carries us. He carried me out of that world. Thank you, Jesus. He carried me out of a lot of bad habits. Can I get a witness? Oh, this thing is tight. He carried me away from my secret sins. Church ain't talking about no secret sins. We got secret sins. Can I get a witness? The Lord carried me. Here in Psalm 91, I'm coming in. It's the psalm of the last Adam. (laughs) Why the last Adam? Well, Psalm 90 is the first Adam. But Psalm 91 is the last Adam. Because in this psalm, it's talking about the keeping power of God the Father while God the Son was walking on earth. Ah, Lord have mercy. And, And in verse 11, he talks about angels keeping charge over him. 
Uh, these angels were at his birth. These angels announced his birth. These angels ministered him uh, at the temptation in Matthew 4 and in the Garden of Gethsemane. These angels rolled away the stone from the grave. These angels announced his resurrection. In fact, they asked Mary Magdalene and them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He's not here. He's risen as he said. Do I have a witness? These angels were present at his ascension, Acts 1. These angels will accompany him in second coming back to earth. But here in Psalm 91, and I know you know it, there's some benefits here that we get out of worship. First, Psalm 91 verse 1, we enjoy God's presence. He that dwelleth in the secret place that's that's that intimate place of divine protection uh let me stop if your life is a combination of hustle and bustle and running up here on sunday for an hour and a half and then running back to the hustle and bustle you are in a sad state you got to carve out some private time. You, you got to spend some time in his presence. No phone, no TV. Come on now. No, no kids, no grandkids. No, you, you, you got to have that one-on-one -on -one in that secret place. You got you to gotta, you gotta practice his presence. Can I get a witness? You got you to gotta talk to the master. You, you got to pray. You got to wait. You got to, you got to praise him. See, when Paul said in Philippians 4, by all prayer, that word prayer in the Greek is praise. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bef be before you give him your grocery list, you ought to be praising his name. Lord, let me praise you first. Then let me make my supplications with thanksgiving be known unto God. And when I do it your way, the peace of God that passes all understanding will put a guard at my heart and a guard at my mind. Secret place. If you don't have a secret devotion every day, you're robbing yourself of worship. Your phone can't go off at 6 in the morning. You jump up, throw some water somewhere, put something on, check your, check your emails throughout the night, check your text messages, jump in the car and go to work. That, that ain't no life. That's bondage. Do I have a witness? You got to have some secret time. Because you know why you need secret time? Because you can't hear God all the time on the run. God may be wanting to say you're out of fellowship. God may be wanting to say you need to be still. God may be wanting to say, I heard your prayer. I'm coming. God may be saying something you can't hear. Hmm. Hmm. Boy, I never prayed harder than when I went to get married. I said, I got to hear him on this one. I got to hear right on this one, Jacobs. Right? I got to hear right. Lord, is this you? 
And somewhere in them 31 years, I said, no, nah, it wasn't him. Lord, is this really you? Lord, is it? You know, when problems, problems come up, then you think you didn't hear from God. Oh, you heard from God. I ain't getting no amen on that either. But that's all right. Come to the marriage council. Uh, uh, secret place of the Most High. Most High denotes no threat can get to you. Ah! Once I get into the secret place, the threats can't get me. The threats of worry and fret can't invade me. Can I get away? Once, once I get into the secret place, my pastor used to say the secret place is where the crosses are passing. Lord, have mercy. Can I get a witness? That's, that, that's when you are in the holy of holies with God. You're in the most holy place with God. Can I get a witness? Uh, he, 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 he says that, uh, hanging in with me, we, we start to enjoy God's presence. But secondly, we embrace God's protection, 91, 3, and 4. Look at the second benefit. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, hiding place, and my fortress, protection. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, all traps, God's got them, and from the noisome pestilence, and he shall cover thee, verse 4, with his feathers. You know how a mother hen covers her chicklets when the storms are coming so that the storms don't hurt them. Hang in there with me. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so in, in verses 3 and 4, he said, He shall cover thee uh, with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. He, his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Not only do I need his presence, I need his protection. I need his protection. I need a shadow. The word shadow in the Hebrew means God is not going to let the oppressive sun burn you up. Ah, uh, a shadow. He's going to give me stability. He's not going to let a snare get to me. When I'm spending proper time in worship with my Lord, I got presence, sense of his presence. I got a sense of his protection. But third, I'm coming in. We are enamored by God's shelter of peace. Now, now, now look at verse 5. Thou shall not be afraid. Stop. No fear. Now, we got some fears, don't we? No fear. How many of y'all live every day with fears? Be, be honest. Come on, come on, put your hand up. Be honest. We got fears. We got fears. Fears of the future. Fears of our fractures. We got fears, man. We got fears. Fears of our children. Fears of our grandchildren. Fears of our health. Every time we go to get a checkup, take a blood test, we trembling up in there, Doc. Come on now. There was, hey, look, look. I would leave the clubs half drunk, go to the doctor, he'd take my blood pressure. He said, you got a perfect blood pressure. I don't know if it was the granddad I was drinking or what, but I, I, I just, I've never had a sick day in my life. Came out the military, 6'1", 185, with a 31 and a half inch waist. My waist was, my, no, my waist was smaller than my son's is right now. I'm serious. Built, man. Now I'm about 30. 
30 times. <laughs> you know you're growing down there when you put a belt on and you just got to keep reaching. You know, you, 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 <laughs> or you go home after church and pop the button. In the name of Jesus. I had muscles in my stomach. I still got muscles in my stomach. <laughs> you can't see them. I can't see them. Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, in the military, you had a gig line. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Gig line? Gig line, your belt. And, all. and we stand at attention. They say, look down. You see your navel? I say, yes, sir. The navel's down here. <laughs> and this thing is, this thing is out here. Oh, praise Jesus. Oh, I'm glad we can laugh, Doc. And you know why y'all laughing? Because you can't see your navel either. That's why you're laughing. Now, now, now check this out. No fear. Lord, have mercy. I love this. Uh, look what he says. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. When you got this worship of his presence and protection, you don't worry about nighttime. Come on now. Can I get it with this? Nor, nor, nor for the arrow that flies by day. You, you don't get upset about dangers. Dangers can't touch you because Jesus is watching over you, nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes of at noonday. Look, look what God is saying. No fear, verses 5 and 6. No fall, 7 to 10. A thousand light foot might fall at your, ah, your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Oh, I got to stop, pause, and park. Y'all don't know. I was talking to an old friend on the phone. Me and him grew up together. Seventh grade, junior high school, high school. He went to the military. I went to the military. We talking. And every time we talk, I'm tearing up. Because in 66, I went into high school, and I, listen, them gangs in South Philly wasn't no joke, man. They was up in there, Doc. And I had to go from an environment of fighting. Oh, shit. Where you from, man? Nowhere. Where you live? <laughs> That's where you from. Where you live? <laughs> oh, we fighting that gang. Come here. <laughs> but listen. Oh, Jesus. Most of the people I went to school with, grew up with, are gone. They ain't here no more. Cut down. Dead. In jail doing three, four life bits. But here am I. Ah, able to pastor a church. Able to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. Nobody's looking for me. So I can go walk up and down the streets and there ain't no contracts on my head. Oh, oh come on, y'all, y'all ain't, y'all ain't playing, y'all ain't, y'all ain't getting this. Can I get a witness? 
a child of God. You got to praise God for the peace he's put around you. Uh, can I get a witness? Yeah, he, he said, a thousand might fall at your right hand, but it will not come near you. No weapon formed against you. Isaiah 54 shall prosper. Uh, God, God, God is saying, Satan can take his best shot. I got you protected. You're not going down. You're not going out. Can I get a witness? I got all kind of stuff around you. I got grace around you. I got mercy around you. Can I get a witness? No fear, no fall, no loss. A footing, 11 and 13. I got to get out of here. Can I get a witness? One of my favorite psalms. For he shall give his angels. Don't get me started up in here. Charge over thee. Now, now I'm pausing purposely because you know you got an angel when you was born. Hebrews 1.14. The minute you was born, God already knew you was going to be saved. In the future, he dispatched an angel. Can I get a witness? That angel had a flaming sword. That angel, that angel was your assurance policy. So when a bullet came your way, the angel diverted the bullet. When, when your enemies tried to hurt you, your angel took up for you. When you walked past a dark alley at night, the angel made sure, uh, yeah, that you didn't get hurt. Uh, do I have a witness? When you went into them parties one way in and one way out, them clubs one way in and one way out, when you put stuff in your body, come on, come on, y'all can talk back to me. Can I get a witness? When you trusted people that was untrustworthy, can I get a witness? When people meant you no good and they were trying to cut you down, yeah, that angel protected you. Didn't he protect you? Uh, when, wasn't he with you? <laughs> can I get a witness? You, you, you got to listen to what the psalmist is saying. Mm, you didn't lose your footing. Do I have a witness? Verse 13, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. I've walked over poison and it didn't hurt me. Can I get a witness? Young lions and the dragons shall trample under feet. Huh? Do I have a witness? This thing is tight. This thing is so tight. In the name of Jesus. Uh, when I was out there in the world, I had women saying they're going to root me. I'm going to root you. Well, I ain't got no hair, no fingernails, so you take your best shot. In the name of Jesus. L listen, God has been good to us. Better to us than we've been to ourselves. And he's, he's done some secret things you don't even know about. Can I get a witness? Yeah, when the IRS was going to lock you up, God turned that thing the other way. Can I get a witness? When somebody's getting ready to break in your house, God turned that thing the other way. Can I get a witness? When somebody was going to destroy you, God turned that thing the other way. I, I know what I'm talking about. That's why we give thanks. That's why we praise him. That's why we exalt him. Because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? 
Now you know why God let you go through all of that? So you have a testimony. You don't have a testimony till you have a test. You got to go through something. And the Lord brings you out. He doesn't want you to keep that to yourself. He wants you to testify. He wants you to proclaim his goodness. Look at the last point. We end with the joy of his promises. His presence, his protection, his peace, his promises. Now, now you may not be able to understand because this is kind of meaty, but look what God says in verse 14. Because he hath set his love upon me. Stop. Raymond Maurice Gordon is crazy. Raymond Maurice Gordon get carnal. Raymond Reese Gordon can act the fool, but he has set his love upon me. He gets up every week bragging about Jesus. He's witnessing the people. He's telling people that I'm Lord, that I'm good, that I'm God. Do I have a witness? And, and, and see, child of God, in verse 14, because he has set his love upon me, therefore, here it comes back, uh, because I planted love in the name of Jesus. Y'all ain't getting this. I, I was working in the government, and, and, and they was playing office politics around there like you wouldn't believe. This is back in the 80s before I started pastoring, around 83. They was playing office politics, and I had none of it. I, I go to work with my suit on. Everybody knew I was a minister. And I was at the coffee urn one morning, the director came up. He said, hey, Ray. I said, sir, how are you? And we were talking. And uh, I, I knew, you know, I, I could read through stuff. And uh, anyway, make a long story short, they were playing office politics. People, certain people getting promoted, certain people not going to get touched, certain people did something. And somebody asked me, said, are you concerned about promotion? I said, nope. I said, promotion? does not come from the East, nor the West, nor the South, but promotion comes from the Lord. And I start mentioning Jesus' name. Oh, Y'all ain't getting this. All I gotta do is start mentioning His name. Once I mention Jesus' name, somebody said, Jesus in heaven telling angels, hush! Hush! Somebody's calling my name! Do I have a witness? Because he set his love on me. Does he make mistakes? All the time. Does he act ignorant? Yes, he does. Is, is he out of his mind? Yes, he is. But he has set his love upon me. Therefore, uh-oh, here it is. Ah! Verse 14, I will set him on high. Uh, did you get that? Look at your Bibles. Because he have known my name. His name is not black Hebrew. Come on, come on. Go ahead, Doc. Come on, go. Tell it. His name is not Confucius. Jehovah's Witness. Uh, 
has known my name. And there's only one name. And that's the name of Jesus. And at that name, every knee shall, it's written up on the wall, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory I'm coming in of God. And uh, he shall call upon me and I'm going to answer him. Can I get a witness? I will be with him in what? Now, 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 stop pausing, park. I'm coming in. We, we stopping. I'm not going to take trouble out of his life. I'm not going to take trouble out of his life. I'm not going to extract trouble from him. But when he gets in trouble, I will show up in his trouble. Can I get a witness? God is going to walk through your trouble with you. Oh, man, ain't hear me, Lord. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Uh, do I have a witness? I don't have time, but when you go home, read Second Chronicles 20, because that's what happened to Jehoshaphat. He had a problem, but he went to the problem solver. And God said, this battle ain't yours, boy. This battle's the Lord's. Put the Levites up front, let them sing my praises. See, when you sing the praises of God in the midst of trouble, God honors that. Do I have a witness? Child of God, but what do we get from a high private worship? What do we get from public worship? We get a sense of his presence, his protection, his peace, and his promises. Do I have a witness? The Lord going to bless me because I've been faithful in the name of Jesus. I tithe in the name of Jesus. I go home at night in the name of Jesus. Do I have a witness? So I'm looking for something to fall out the sky. I'm looking for something to come. Can I get a witness? Trust in the law with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Do I have a witness? God doesn't owe me anything, but God is going to bless me because I have not forgotten his name. He's going to bless me because I have loved him. Uh, can I get a witness? He's going to bless me because I rally people around him. I don't pull people from him. I don't deny him. I don't come up with another religion so people are strained from him. But I'm bold in my preaching. Can I get a witness? I'm bold to say Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus will heal your hurts. Jesus will deal with your history. Jesus will bring you out with all power in his hands. Say yeah. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. I said he's worthy. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide. Under the shadow of the Almighty. Let's stay on our feet.
As every, every head is bowed, every eyes closed, if you're here today and you want to be saved, Jesus, Son of God, God the Son, wants to save you, died for your sins, was buried, rose again, just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Raise your hand. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Is there one? I see your hands. Come on up. If you want to join the church on your Christian experience, you come on up too. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See? 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 Stand right here, baby. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. There another? Is there another? Balcony. Now let me give you some rude awakening news. All y'all ain't going to heaven. Y'all got to wake up. If you ain't saved, come on up here. In the name of Jesus. This thing is tight. But it's right. I'm going to run with Jesus to the day I die. Can I get a witness? I don't need bean pies, salama legum. I can eat apple pies. Bean pies are great. I don't need to put no turban on my head. I don't need to wear no daishiki. We don't wear daishikis in South Philly. Silk and wool. Wait, listen. Come on, man. You got the daishiki. Come on out there. That's my heart. That's my heart. But he's truly from Africa. Come on, come on. Y'all come up here. I want to I show y'all off. This is a saved couple from Africa. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Praise you. Now, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, we're leaving. Did you see what she did? Every time she sees me, she goes like this. So when I give the benediction, I want all the women to say. I love y'all. Thank you. Praise Jesus. Love you. Love you. All right. Oh, my baby. She was here Wednesday. God bless you. Can you go with the ministers, please? Thank you. Praise God. Will you go with the ministers, please? Church, amen. amen. All right. Be seated real quick. 1 Corinthians 11, starting at verse 23. Three things concerning communion. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, God has in this program a providence that even allowed his own son to be betrayed. It was part of the plan. He took bread.